listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Grants of Australia is Australia's original and number one selling natural toothpaste for more than 35 years. In this episode, Mike Oranson and daughter Tammy join me to discuss about their business journey. Grants of Australia products are manufactured in Australia with most of the ingredients sourced in the country too. With its diverse range of 100% natural and great tasting toothpastes, as well as natural bamboo brushes and mouthwash, the Grants of Australia oral care range for adults and children is well known in Australia. Grants of Australia is the brainchild of Mike and Michelle Oranson, who as health shop owners back in the 80s were looking for a fluoride-free toothpaste suitable for their children that not only worked but also tasted great too. After research and development, they launched the brand with a mission to provide families with an affordable and natural toothpaste. Grants of Australia launched with a single flavour, initially sold in the family-owned health food store in Melbourne's Paran, before expanding into health food stores across Australia and later into cold supermarkets in the early 90s. so much for joining me here today. How are you both? Good, thank you. Very well. Thank you for having us. Oh, my pleasure. I was just saying before we hit recording that I'll get you to introduce yourselves separately to begin with and then everyone knows who they're listening to. So, Tammy, do you want to kick off first? Sure. So, I'm Tammy Seligman. I'm the General Manager of Grants of Australia um, and I've been working with grants for the last almost nine years, but Obviously, I've been involved in the company since I was a, a young child. Wow. My and gosh. I'm Mike Aronson and I'm the founder of the company and with along with my wife, Michelle, and we founded this company where we started working back in the late 70s, early 80s. Wow. In the garage. Is that where you first started out? No, 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 no. No, we never had a garage. We oh. in the kitchen. <laughs> You did have a garage. Yeah, but it was full of rubbish. Oh, my gosh. Okay, then. So what inspired you to create Grants of Australia? And was it called Grants of Australia back then? Uh, Well, yes, it was. It was because we lived in a street called Grant Street. Oh, there you go. I love stories like this. No, yeah, that's right. (laughs) No, what what inspired us to to do it was that we actually at that time we, we had two health food stores, one in Paran and one in the South Melbourne market. And um, we had three young children and we wanted to make sure that the food that they had and what they did was um, as pure as, as possible, with not not with any chemicals. And the, at that time, kids would eat their toothpaste and what have you, and you could get Colgate and... Well, yeah. I shouldn't mention Colgate. You had supermarket <laughs> brands and what have yeah, you. Yeah. And and so we wanted to give them a natural toothpaste and um and fresh fruit and vegetables. And the only natural toothpaste you could get was made by uh, one of the companies called Blackmores. And it was made in New Zealand and the kids just didn't like the taste and, and it was awful in terms of that. Mm-hmm. So we thought about it and I said to Michelle, my wife, I said, well, how hard is it to make a, a natural toothpaste? It can't be that hard. So I hooked up with a chemist and we came up with a formula here and a formula there 
and away we went. And we you were we, ahead of your time. Well, everybody tells me that, yeah. <laughs> and um, so, so we we produced a little bit of toothpaste, and we stored it in in the house, and we sold it in the store, and people wanted it, liked it, and then uh, we found a distributor, and and away we went. Was that an era, though, where people were just like they didn't really care if things were natural or not? It was very small back in those yeah. days. Organic organic foods and, and things weren't really the thing and it was very small in the marketplace and um, and it was probably described as a bit of wackery, you know, organic. Mm. What is organic, you know? Yeah, who's this woo-woo man? That's it, Ex- you see? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's incredible. So And so then when you're coming up with a business name, you just thought, oh, you know what, we live in this street, should we just call it the street name? Like how, how oh, did no, you come no, up with a business name? Okay, well, well, our business name is actually Lateral Food Corporation. We wanted something that's mm-hmm. that encompasses, I suppose, everything. So we decided to put, call it Lateral Food and we actually don't have any food, but that's only the name, <laughs> but that's another thing. And um, and we wanted a name for the toothpaste, so we decided to call it after, you know, grants, grants of Australia. You know, I, I think also, I mean, I think the other thing with that that sort of name, I mean, with the toothpaste, you know, like we were just lucky that we lived in that street, obviously, but, yeah. um, you know, you just wanted something short and sharp and then, mm. you know, people could, you know, you didn't want to make it lateral food toothpaste or something like no, that. So, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a short, sharp, and it, it just worked yeah. immediately. So yeah. starting the business out of the kitchen back then, like, you know, because there wasn't Google to help you how to work out and navigate these early stages. So how, well, hang on, how did hang on, you? Hang on, hang on, hang on. We didn't start the business. We already had two businesses. We just made a toothpaste, and, um, uh, and we stored it, at, you know, at home. We, we that was their side hustle, you know. We <laughs> right, we just, and then we stored it in the back of the store, and and uh, and we look. I, I went along to a chemist that that helped me with a formula for toothpaste, and we said these are the things that we don't want in the toothpaste. Can you make it? You know, no sugar, no, no, no. Um, no uh, parabens, no mineral oils, and what have you. And and can we make a toothpaste? Mm. And and it it took a while because uh, you had to stabilize the product. The product had to be stabilized so it didn't go off, and it was it tasted nice because people that use a toothpaste they'll use it once or twice, but if it's an awful tasting toothpaste, yeah. they won't go back to it. And and we tested it on our children, and as you can see, <laughs> she's still got a tooth. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So, obviously, like, when you first started, it was a small brand. It was a very niche market back then. Yeah. And yeah. it's absolutely, you know, evolved and really, really grown to, you know, yes. what, it, what yeah. it is today. You know, yeah. at what point along this journey did you go, oh, gosh, you know, we're really starting to take off? I don't think we ever have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, can I can I just jump in here? Yeah. I think... Yeah. Um, you know, when it when it first started, it was literally just you know people coming into the store and and no, pe- no. and people you know people buying it from there from the store, and then as time went on, we were lucky enough they were lucky enough to get some ranging in Coles supermarkets. But again, it was really just a, a store here. They were sending it to the individual stores, um, and then eventually got it into the warehouse as well, and got distributors on board, and it took off, and it and it kept taking off. And all the while, they were continuing to, um, you know, 
re-look at the formula, let's try this, let's put this in, let's put that in. It didn't that the customers would give them feedback and they would go and change something again, one of the ingredients. And so it was a really, really slow beginning. And like you said, there wasn't Google or Facebook, so marketing was really tough. So it was it was really just reliant a lot on word of mouth and it was a slow, slow, slow build. But it did get to a point where we did have some really good ranging particularly through the supermarkets and the health food. It was very well known in the health food community. And, you know, my parents got to the point where they were ready to start focusing, product. you know, more, it became less of the side hustle and then into more into the main game. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's grown obviously a lot in the last probably five to, to eight years since yeah. then uh, as, you know, just as people have become a little bit more yeah and become a little bit more enthusiastic about you know health and organics and chemical free and all that kind of Mm. stuff but yeah it was a you know it's it's been a long 35 years wow that doesn't surprise me though because as I said you were absolutely ahead of the game and now like you're fully established in a sector that is just thriving I mean there's a huge demand for natural products and in particular you know natural toothpaste as well Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah and I think one of the things that you know we've been a lot obviously there's there's an element of luck and there's an element of good you know good foresight and things and um, timing as well you know timing yeah. and that sort of stuff but we've always we're very true to our values as well so we, we haven't wavered from you know the original reasons of, of making the toothpaste in the beginning and all our original things that were in well, I say all our, but I, I've been involved in you know since the oh, beginning. Yeah. Even though I was just the taste tester back then, <laughs> but yeah, so that nothing's ever wavered from from those original goals we've had for the brand. Yeah. So tell me, what's your role in like what what do you do on a day to day basis in the business now? So it's it's been a little bit different this year compared to, to generally. So generally, it's it's overseeing really everything from around our operations, um, from you know orders and staff and warehouse strategy as well. With our market, I'll meet with our marketing team regularly around strategy. So it's a general, just a general manager role. I think this year with the pandemic, it's been it's really just been all hands on deck, and we've had skeleton staff in here just trying to keep the wheels moving really um so yeah it's been it's been a little bit harder to concentrate on the bigger strategic picture this year yeah were you were you able to go into your workplace during lockdown yeah we were uh, because we because we supply supermarkets and health food stores which were essentials which were allowed to stay open we had to be open as well so that we could we could supply them. So yeah. that was, Gosh. yeah, we were very lucky. Yeah. yeah. So, Mike, what, what's your role these days on a day-to-day basis? Uh, my role is just to keep the business running and make sure it's it's viable financially. And He's I, the money man. I look after all the accounts. <laughs> um, I'm not involved in the day-to-day running of the business, but I'm certainly involved in paying, making sure the bills are paid, making sure we've got enough money to run the business and also look for overseas markets and, you know, get them yeah. moving. Have the, overseas, have, the, have the overseas markets slowed down just this year with everything going on? Uh, not really. I mean, yeah. not, I mean, there were definitely um, we're, we're not doing as much in the US probably as we as we were. That's been one that's 
probably slowed a little bit. We were, weren't really doing a whole lot in China, so that hasn't been a concern for us. I've been watching on all this or everything that's been happening mm. with trade. But, yeah, no, other markets have been have been doing really well and you know, Europe and the other Asian markets have mm. been going really, really well. So we're, yeah. we're wrapped and we're just still, you know, still establishing ourselves overseas. We've definitely got a, a very big footprint in Australia compared to, to overseas and that's our... Yeah, that's our focus. Would well, they like having, you know, your toothpaste saying with the word Australia on? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. yeah. Particularly I think in Asia it's it's a big benefit, you know, mm. having grants for Australia, the koala. I was about to say the koala and the packaging <laughs> would also be yeah. seen. They would love yeah. that. It's mm. really – and that's one other thing. I mean, we, we've always had the koala and I've, I know I've always – I haven't always loved it, I'll be honest – on the packaging and now I'm really realising it's just such a recognisable symbol, not just, you know, overseas but even in Australia people mm. want when they go to find Grant's toothpaste, they look, they can see the logo yes. and they see the koala. You know, that's well, the recognisable things. I'm actually using a tube at the moment and if you ask me just to recall something about the brand like, like that, it would be the koala. It's the first thing that I would say, yeah. Yeah, 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 which is... Unbelievable. I mean, as, as years I fought against keeping that koala on the packaging, and it, it's actually, yeah, we, the two of us fought a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> about it. Did people want to remove it today? Uh, you know, I, we, we did a bit of a revamp probably about four or five years ago. We we just a bit, it was a quite a big refresh. I remember. About, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people said to us, oh, did you change the formula? It's so nice. And I'm like, no, we just, it's just the packet. It was just a big. It was a big deal for us mm. doing that, yeah. and a lot of internal conflict between. Yeah, look, look, us, my my, my view, my view has always been, especially for toothpaste, people buy a brand. If you go into the supermarkets and look for toothpaste, the smallest wording on the package is actually toothpaste. The biggest wording is Colgate or McLean's or whatever, or Grants, or Grants, and that's the biggest wording. Yeah. Because you're selling a brand, not a – you're buying a toothpaste, but that's mm. the, one of the smallest things on the packaging. Yeah. Yeah. That's been awareness. Did you ever envisage that, you know, the brand would grow to the size that it has, Mike? Not really. Well, not really. We, I, I suppose in the back of your mind you'd hope it will. Yeah. And you continue to do and, and refine the product and, you know, and, and tinker with it. And you hope that it, it will grow, and um, and I suppose if we took more risks, it probably would have grown a lot faster. But we're, as a family business, we're not risk takers, so we yeah. plot along and we make changes and adjustments as we see fit, and um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, and it's worked. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, do you find that you, you know, struggle with juggling time? A lot of a lot of business owners, they'll always say there's ne- never enough hours in the day and there's so much to do. Do you feel like you fall in that category or everything's no. smooth operating? It's not a job. It's not a job, yeah. it's a passion. Hmm. So you've got time for your passion. Yeah. yeah. And we, we also have a, we've got a quite a unique workforce here uh, that it's a it's a part-time workforce and I mean, we do have a couple of full-timers but most people are part-time so we're really conscious about people 
you know, having time for, you know, and I drop my kids off at school every day and, you know, pick them up and and every and all our staff for that and juggling juggling families or juggling, you know, other, you know, maybe they've got another side hustle or doing something or just they just want to play golf one day a week or mm. something like that. So that that's our workforce here. So we're all we've all got the I think we've all really got the work-life balance going oh, yeah, quite so well. Uh, you know what? I think you're the first person, the first brand to come on and say that. Most people are just yeah. saying it's a constant struggle for them. So that's so good. Yeah. No, yeah. they yeah. love to come to work. We yeah. try to create an environment. We, we really try to create an environment where they're comfortable. Um, we, we Before the pandemic, we always used to sit and have lunch together. Everybody would sit in the in around the kitchen table in the factory and and have lunch together, and and we just want to make the, the place feel like their family and it's a yeah. family business. Wow, gosh, you see, you don't hear about that very often in terms of everyone sitting around having lunch together. That's great. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, we'll be able to do it again yeah. next year. Yeah, so, is everyone still working from remotely at the moment? Well, we've like with the skeleton staff are still are still coming in, obviously, and then we've started to bring people back, you know, staggered returns. So mm. just so that we don't we're not allowed to have full staff yet. I think we're allowed ten or something at the moment on oh, site gosh. at any one time. So um, yeah, and so that'll change. That'll yeah, we can build it up next year. Hopefully, it'll sort of get a little bit more. But I think some people that you know, obviously, people's work habits will change. And if we did have all the staff coming in all the time. But, ne- but next year, I I think people will probably want to do you know one day from home or something like that, mm. which will, which is going to be fine for us. Mm. Yeah, I know. Isn't it interesting how we've all adjusted now that people realise there are certain things they can do remotely? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But it does. It, I mean, it, you you do. I I know we've we have struggled just with keeping the motivation going yeah. with with people working at home all the time, even though, you know, and, and also because I guess we've had such a long lockdown in Melbourne, that's been a little bit, that's been harder. So, yeah, so getting people back in even, you know, for mm. a few days a week as a team, it's just made such a difference. Oh, that's so good. You also experienced an increase in sales during, you know, the lockdown, didn't you? Yeah, so I think with, with the panic buying initially, with all the panic buying, we had a massive surgeon and it was really great. Obviously, we're made our product is made in Australia, made in Melbourne. And, you know, there was a lot of issues with with other brands getting getting um, their product into you know into the country and especially brands that were made in China and things shut down for like mm. two or three months or something. Mm. It was crazy. So there were, you know, there were times where we were the only toothpaste on the shelf like on the shelf and we were you know we had a huge influx of sales after that but just in general this year and I think it, it there's just been such a strong consumer sentiment towards buying Australian made and supporting local yeah and that's really benefited us and it's mm. so so nice um, to yeah. have that mm. you know now that people are really realizing how important it is to really support the local industry mm. and that keeps Obviously, you know we're obviously making a quality product. So, you know, there's you know if 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 you if you don't have a quality product and it's made in Australia, well, no one's going to buy it. But it obviously yeah. it's a quality product. People like it. We've got a good following, and you know it's been it's been fantastic this year that people have people that have never tried our product before have gotten on board. I was and, about to say that. You know, given it a go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and you would envisage that they're going to be so many more repeat purchases for these people that have tried the product yeah, as well. We so. Yeah. We're, we're, we're taking yeah. their names in case they yeah. don't. <laughs> we we'll know where they live. <laughs> well, next year, next year will be really interesting because it's like, I, you know, I think now that the realisation has been made by so many more people that we need to shop local, um, you would imagine that that buying behaviour is going to continue, not for everyone, but, but for lots of people. So, yeah, it mm, is. Yeah, it's, you know, it, with, with all the bad, there actually has been some good that's come out of um, the mm. corona. Yeah, absolutely. Catastrophe we've been in. <laughs> Yeah. So which, which yeah. supermarkets are you in so that people can look out for your brand? Okay, so we're in we're in the both both Coles and Woolworths. We're in lots of IGAs, probably I oh, don't wouldn't even know how many, but lots of lots of IGAs and we're also in extensively stocked throughout the health food stores and organic stores and okay. also um and pharmacy and we're also in um we're also in Harris Farms in Sydney. Oh, are you? Is that new? Yeah. That you've just gone no. in there? We've been there for no, a while. we've always been. We've always been in there. Uh, just a small range, and I think we've just increased our range just in the last month. I think yeah. we've, we've got quite a bit of ranging there now as well. So yeah, so very easy to find, and we're also on. We've also got some amazing online stores that have been very supportive of the brand for years, like Nourish Life and Flora and Fauna and the Well Store. Um, they're also big supporters. So yeah. Gosh, you're in all the right places. Yeah. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us.